Welcome to Understanding the Bible with Pastor Stephen. Today is July 4th, 2023, so happy Independence Day, America, and I wanted to uh, just read a couple of things about this holiday instead of continuing in the book of Revelation. Now, how it is important in regards to the Bible is Independence Day was started by a group of men who believed in God, who followed the Bible, and who based our Constitution off of the laws of the Bible, the Ten Commandments and such. The ideas of freedom, fighting tyranny, personal property, those ideas come from the Bible. And they also quoted Socrates and Aristotle and some of the famous philosophers of history, but they quoted the Bible a lot. So I'm going to read real quick the uh, Declaration of Independence. But before we do that, I wanted you to hear some of the facts about our founding fathers. It may surprise you to know that at the time of the writing of the Declaration of Independence, James Monroe was 18, Aaron Burr was 20, Nathan Hale was 21, Alexander Hamilton was 21. These, these people were young. James Madison was 25. There was only a couple of them that were older, and uh, I believe it was uh, Benjamin Franklin and uh, George Washington. I want to say uh, George Washington was like 40. Thomas Jefferson was 33. Nathaniel Green was 33. So you need to understand that these were not the old founding fathers of history that we study. These were actually young men who recognized the injustice of their world and rose up to fight against it physically and they believed strongly in God who created all men equal. Just wanted you to hear that and understand that that is perfectly compatible with the Bible. In fact, uh, Exodus 15:3 is one of the verses that I love about how God is a man of war. Uh, Psalm 149 is all about picking up arms to fight against tyrants. Jesus, one of the last thing he told his disciples was to get a sword, which was the weapon of war of soldiers of that day. Um, the Bible is very consistent with the ideas of freedom, protecting yourself and rising up in mass against tyrants and evil people. So never forget that. Never forget that these people did something that was righteous they were able to create a new government, which has largely failed at this point, you know, 200 and some odd years later, but they did a good thing and it was biblical. It was righteous. It was right. It was good versus evil. So I want you to hear this. If you guys haven't read the Declaration of Independence recently, it's only like two pages. So uh, it says in Congress, July 4th, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And that is why after they formed the new government and after they uh, instituted the Bill of Rights and the Constitution of the United States, that we actually fought for the freedom of slaves. And that is why any new states were not allowed to be slave states. 
So they put that in the Declaration of Independence with the intent of abolishing slavery as soon as they had their own government. And it says that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. All right, and I'm not going to read all of these facts. But if you pull out a Declaration of Independence or Google the text of the Declaration of Independence, you will see that most of these things is what our government does today. Their reasons for picking up rifles and shooting their politicians, if you will, and fighting the army that was in their country. All right. And then it continues at the end after they mention all these things. The taxes, of course, being one of them. And don't forget that the tax on tea like the 3% tax on tea is really where they, they started getting violent, you know, with the Boston tea party and such. Right. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act, which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British brethren, we have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our immigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They too have been deaf to the voice of justice and consanguinity. I'm going to have to look up that word. <laughs> we must therefore acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war and in peace, friends. All right. So consanguinity actually means being descended from the same ancestors. So what they were saying is obviously that the, the British brothers and sisters that they had left back in Great Britain were literally brothers in some cases, but they were all descended from the same. So you can see that they were trying to be friendly as much as they could with the people while they fought against the military and the crown. 
All right. And then the last paragraph here, it says, we, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America in general Congress assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions due in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. And that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. These men, some of them very young, 18 and 21, literally gave their fortunes, their homes, their lives to preserving freedom for their posterity. And I am grateful for what they did. And I hope you take a moment out of your day to be grateful and to think about the sacrifices they made for the right to life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and to not be ruled by tyrants who will tax you incessantly, spend your money without representation. Remember that. And remember that it is the duty of a free people to pick up arms and throw off such a government. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on a lighter note, I hope you have a great day barbecuing with family and friends. And please blow up some fireworks. I love seeing the fireworks and celebration of the history of this great nation. Let's never forget it. Let's teach it to our children and let's stand for what is right at all times. Have a great day. And until next time, may God bless you all.